Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In the past several episodes, we talked about compound interest and its relevance to your savings account. We also discussed a much more effective way of saving money called a recurring investment. Today, we're going to finish up this series with a look at how mathematical series can help you quickly calculate how much a recurring investment, such as a retirement account, will be worth next year, next decade, or even way out in the distant future. Before we dive into the relationship between mathematical series and recurring investments, let's take a minute to remind ourselves about the meaning of a series in math. The idea is pretty simple. A series is just the sum of the numbers in a sequence, which is basically just a list of numbers. Some series contain a non-infinite number of terms. Those are just the parts of a series that you add up and are therefore called finite series. For example, the series you get by adding up all the squares of the integers between 1 and 10 is a finite series since it has only 10 terms. Other series contain an infinite number of terms and are therefore called infinite series. For example, the series we got by dividing up a square an infinite number of times a few episodes ago was an infinite series. Which brings us to a great question that math fan Ian asked in an email. Ian pointed out that adding up the infinite number of integers on the number line must always equal zero. In other words, since every positive integer has a corresponding negative version of itself on the other side of the number line, the total sum of all the integers must be zero. Which, Ian asks, means that all infinite series must add to zero too, right? If that's the case, what's the point of an infinite series? Ian's question brings up a really interesting topic. Namely, that there's more than one type of infinity. We'll talk more about this in the future, but for now just know that while it's true that adding up the infinite number of integers does give zero, not every infinite series has to include all the integers. For example, there is an infinite number of even numbers, an infinite number of odd numbers, an infinite number of numbers that are evenly divisible by 17, and an infinite number of other possibilities. The key point is that any of these other infinite sets of numbers can be used to create infinite series that don't necessarily add to zero. So to answer Ian's question, no, not all infinite series add up to zero, because the answer depends on exactly what infinite group of numbers we're talking about adding up. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Okay, now that we all remember what mathematical series are, 
we're ready to see how they apply to the real world. In this particular case, the series we're talking about is a finite series, and it's related to the idea of a recurring investment that we talked about in the last episode. As you'll recall, a recurring investment is one in which money is periodically put into an interest-earning account. To see how this works, let's review the basic way to calculate the value of such an investment some number of years after you start saving your money. In particular, let's say that you invest $2,000 at the start of every year into an account earning 5% interest. Using the compound interest formula, we find that after the first year, the account is worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power. At the beginning of the second year, you put in another $2,000, so that at the end of that year, the account is worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power, that's the $2,000 you just put into the account this year, plus $2,000 times 1.05 to the second power, that's for the $2,000 you put into the account last year. Once again, at the beginning of the third year, you put in another $2,000. So at the end of that year, the account is worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power, this year's investment, plus $2,000 times 1.05 to the second power, last year's investment, plus $2,000 times 1.05 to the third power, the first year's investment. Are you noticing a pattern here? If you look closely, you'll see that this sequence of expressions for the value of the investment at the end of each year form a mathematical series where each term is the amount of money invested each year, $2,000, multiplied by the interest rate raised to a higher and higher integer power. As it turns out, we can use this fact to create a formula analogous to the compound interest formula that allows us to find the value of the account any number of years in the future. Why is that such a big deal? Because it lets us skip all the work of calculating the value at the end of each year and instead jump right to the final value in the future. We won't go through every last detail right now because it gets a little complicated. But if you're curious to see those details, they're available as a bonus section at the end of the web article version of this podcast. That's available at mathdude.quickanddirtytips.com. For now, all you need to know is that since the expressions for the value of a recurring investment form a mathematical series, it's possible to use some cool but slightly more advanced math to figure out what that series is going to add up to. The end result is a formula for the value of a recurring investment at any point in the future. And that formula says that the future value is equal to the previous value times 1 plus the interest rate written as a decimal divided by the interest rate, written as a decimal, times the quantity, 1 plus the interest rate, written as a decimal, raised to the power of the number of years, minus 1. Yes, I know, that's quite a mouthful. In fact, you might find it helpful to take a look at the formula all written out for you in the web article version of this podcast. You can find that at mathdude.quickanddirtytips.com. Either way, go ahead and try it out, and you'll see that it really does work for 3, 5, 20, 100, or whatever number of years you want. It's a very handy formula to have in your bag of mathematical tricks. Okay, before we finish up, it's time for this week's featured number selected from the various numbers of the day posted to the Math Dudes Facebook page. This week's number is 10 to the 22nd power. That is a one with 22 zeros after it. What could a number that big possibly be? Well, it's an estimate of the number of grains of sand on all the beaches of the world. While that's a huge number, 
What's even more incredible is that the new system for assigning addresses to internet devices that was tested last week contains enough addresses to assign one to each of those 10 to the 22nd grains of sand on Earth. 300 trillion times. So I think we're all set for internet addresses for a while. If you think that number was interesting, be sure to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook, where you'll learn a new number that's just as interesting as this one every single weekday. If that's not enough to convince you to check it out, I've also started posting daily math puzzles that have proven to be quite popular. So head over to The Math Dude's Facebook page at facebook.com slash themathdude and see for yourself. Of course, if you're on Twitter, please follow me there too and keep up to date on the podcast, the numbers of the day, the daily math puzzles, and all the latest math and science news. That's at twitter.com slash Jason Marshall. Finally, remember to email any math questions that you may have to mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.